Welcome to today's Here's to Your Health podcast. My name is Dustin Durbin. I'm the Volunteer Services and Community Outreach Coordinator here at the hospital. And today's guest is Louise Galbraith. She is the Crawford County Veteran Affairs Service Officer. And today we're going to talk about veterans and the holidays and some of the challenges that come with that. Louise, I want to thank you to today's Here's to Your podcast. Thank you for having me. Uh, Today, you know, with the holidays coming up, it's been kind of, it's always a challenge, um, whether you're just, you know, an average Joe off the street, but also for our military uh, active and veterans. what What are some of the challenges that are kind of coming with that. A lot of the things like, you know, sometimes like feeling lonely, uh, being like the holidays, you know, I, I go back to loneliness or maybe even just kind of that challenges of like shopping for loved ones. What's kind of some information to kind of help, help veterans kind of feel comfortable with, with that challenge? Right. Um, veterans face different challenges, of course, because we're all unique individuals and veterans are too. Um, If we look at some of our elderly population with our veterans, we have veterans and assisted living in nursing homes without family. They can feel isolated, lonely. Sometimes I've had veterans tell me people just forget that we're here. And um, I try to get out to visit all of our veterans um, in assisted living in nursing homes. And we have people that really dedicate themselves to making sure that they have those connections and visits and even our veterans um, that have really good families that are supportive it means the world to them if somebody different just pops in for five or ten minutes to stop and say hi and how are you doing and if and if you don't even have to know them you don't even have to know them they love to visit and get to know new people so that's one of challenges is like you said the loneliness and the isolation we have veterans that face crisis challenges almost daily due to post-traumatic stress um and it doesn't even have to be a diagnosis of post-traumatic stress we have a lot of veterans who have maybe anxiety disorders like a lot of us do um but most of theirs is obviously caused by their combat or things that happened to them in the service We, our women veterans face um, post-traumatic stress, not always from combat, but one out of three female veterans um, has had some form of harassment or military sexual trauma. The military is getting better at um, coping with that and dealing with it. But we have female veterans out there that suffer greatly because of that. And we need to be mindful of that. We have groups. I have a female veteran in a neighboring county that I can call. And she reaches out to those who need her. She's amazing. So we try to link people together. And with post-traumatic stress in the holidays, we have a lot of veterans who they just feel bombarded. Mm-hmm. Um, being one of the things that we see the most with post-traumatic stress over the years is not wanting to be in big crowds. And I have a set of questions I talk to veterans about that have never dealt with their post-traumatic stress or whatever their diagnosis may or may not be. Um, And their questions like, if you're in a big crowd, how are you? Usually it's a panic attack. I, in and out, don't wanna be there. They will avoid family functions or they'll stay in the kitchen 
They might go to a basement with a smaller group of people and not be with the larger group of, even family is overwhelming to a lot of people. Um, if you're in restaurants, making sure they like to make sure nobody's behind them, they wanna see their exits. Same things a lot of times at churches too. Very hyper vigilant to where they are. And um, so when it comes to holidays, everything is busy, stores are crowded. Everything is hustle and bustle, and we have a lot of veterans who will just stay home and stay away from that because it is overwhelming. It is, and I think, like, uh, for myself, you know, I've got nieces and nephews I have to purchase for, and that, to me, is always kind of just a stress, and I can only imagine adding not only that stress, but then you've got the crowds, and then you've got different scenarios mm -hmm. of different situations, so I totally understand, and I'm just really really thankful that they have people to reach out to, uh, kind of hitting a little home on some of this post-traumatic and trauma. Um, there, there is uh, information out there about, um, unfortunately, there is suicide rates, unfortunately, within veterans. And uh, what are some ways to kind of help, if you will, help those folks that are might, might be dealing with that, that demon of, in the in the veterans affairs area. One of the things that I like about living in a small county and in a rural environment is people, we know, we know each other. Mm -hmm. um, we are a large National Guard community and we have groups that were deployed. One of the longest deployments after 9-11 was our unit here in Denison. And they are a band of brothers that it's it's a beautiful thing. They watch out for each other. Over the years, I've had them come in and say, hey, we have a friend, he's over in this county and this is going on, who do we reach out to? And I will coordinate with that county. Do you know this veteran? Let's, you know, let's get him into the VA, get him the help that he may need. They really do watch out for each other. They're very protective of each other. Um, and if it's, you know, Vietnam era veterans or Korea, even World War II, some of them have never dealt with how they felt or how they were feeling because back then there wasn't really a whole lot about post-traumatic stress. And they came home grateful to be back and got on with their lives. They raised families, they worked hard, and then life slows down in retirement. You have a little more time to think after 9-11. That sparked a lot of um, a lot of trauma for people came out because they were really somewhat maybe remembering more of their experiences because of what was going on in the world. Um, those type of things. And sometimes they'll come in and talk to me about it. It might be a son, a daughter, a wife. Where can we go to get help? This is what's going on. Veterans are very open to that mostly and we are very fortunate that in Omaha they have an amazing PTSD group that veterans can go to and a lot of it is on Zoom. We have wonderful doctors there that are able to help and now we have our clinic in Carroll, the Carroll, um, it's called a CBA, Community Based Outpatient Clinic and we have a few social workers over there that are amazing and our veterans, it's a 30 minute drive down or they can pick up the phone and call them. There's so much available. We have the vet centers that will see veterans and their families for counseling. So there's a lot out there. It's just getting the veteran to the service that they need on that. And a lot of times if you have a veteran that you feel is in crisis, 
just listen. Just listen. You don't have to fix them. You can't. But to be that listening ear and not be, you know, judgmental or anything like that, but just show that you care because sometimes that's what they need. That's wonderful. Uh, now, do you have like a contact? I'm kind of asking kind of on the spot. Do you have like a phone number to the facility in Carroll? Not memorized, but yes, I do. <laughs> okay. So anybody can call my office and I can link them up with all of that. And in fact, speaking of phone numbers, we need to remember that now we have 988, our national hotline for crisis. And that is not just a suicide crisis hotline. You could have any kind of crisis. You could be in in a grieving situation and feel overwhelmed and need somebody to talk to. Crisis is crisis. And yes. For veterans, if you call 988, you press, I believe it's option number two, and instead of getting um, a counselor from the 988, that routes you directly to the VA. So you will get a VA um, trained and accredited person on the phone to help you. Oh, wonderful. So the VA has partnered with 988. The VA used to have their own crisis line. Suicide prevention had theirs. Now it's one line altogether. 988. It's like we want it to be like 911. Everybody needs to know that number. 988. 988. I, we got that. And when I post our podcast today, I'll make sure that we have um, some of that information. Now, if they, um, since we don't have carols, and we could possibly reach out to you with our, with Crawford County, what's the number they, that you would like them to reach uh, your office at? Um, we are right up at the courthouse on the first floor, so you can come and see us. Or our number is 712-263-2720. And um, if you get the voicemail, please leave a message. It's usually I might be out and about seeing veterans, or if I'm with a veteran at my desk, I usually turn the ringer off. I don't interrupt um, that process with phone calls, but I will call you back very quickly. And that is one thing, uh, to take a lighter note on the subject at hand here, to take a lighter note, uh, Louise is amazing at taking time with phone calls and just being out in the community. So I commend you and thank you for being such a wonderful resource to veterans and just everyone in our community. So thank you, Louise, on that. Thank you. My favorite part of my job. <laughs> um, for anyone that is uh, listening to today's podcast, I do also want to uh, mention that you know, I know that we're really kind of hitting home here with it being like veterans and the holidays and the trauma and the stress. We also understand that that's also um, average Joes like myself could be also going through that. So we also want to just let you know that we're here for you as well. And uh, just take this information um, and process it yourself along with um, don't be afraid to reach out to uh, uh, local places here at the hospital. We could definitely, if you have any uh, need help or anything, just give us a call at 265-2500. Again, that's 712-265-2500, and our staff will get you uh, connected with uh, some people that can help just to even just talk to, which just, as you said, it's listening and just talking, letting that person talk, and we're just listening and taking that information, and that's such a key and vital part of our information. Uh, but getting back at at the traumas, is there anything that you've seen in our community that could use our help like in, in that aspect, like even just from just average Joes on the street? For any person in the county, there are a lot of agencies. We have the hospital. 
sometimes the best place to start is with your primary care physician. Okay. Um, we are very blessed here in Crawford County that almost all the doctors know me, have my cell phone number. So if it's a veteran, it's not unlikely for them to call me and say, this is what's going on. What can we do? What other services do we have? And we also have Plains Area Mental Health Center that mm -hmm. does an amazing job that's open to anybody. So if you call either my office or here at the hospital, we usually can route anybody to where you need to be and walk you to that, not just say, well, you can try this person. We typically will get you there. We'll hold your hand and stand, stand beside you during that process. Um, but if you are feeling stressed and overwhelmed, um, we are in fact today having my favorite, is my favorite day of the month, and we have our care support group that meets here at the hospital every, the second Thursday of each month at three o'clock, and started out for caregivers, but what we learned is we can't take care of anybody until we learn to take care of ourselves. So each month we have a different topic, usually they're topics that people wanna learn about, and we talk about any stresses that we have in life that we need help with. But the most amazing part of that group is we have become an extended family, per se. Um, it's not unlikely for one of us to get a text or a call um, from somebody that might need a little, just somebody to talk to for a few minutes. And it goes each way. That group is so important to me. It's not that... And, and Dana Neiman is our nurse, Destin, you're there. That group is as much for us as it is for the community. I just, the last two years with that group has been amazing. And I we welcome everybody to come out and um, just participate. Um, today we're having a Christmas party, just to remember, because last month we talked about stress in the holidays, and to remember that if you're really stressed out, my favorite saying this Christmas and this holiday season is, no is a sentence. If you're feeling overwhelmed and you can't do holidays like you used to due to grief or caretaking or major stress in your life, no is a sentence and you don't need to give anybody an excuse or a reason if you don't want to. And most people will say, okay, let's look at this differently. What else can we do? Maybe it's time for somebody else to cook the turkey and take that stress off of you. And it's okay to pass the torch sometimes and look at holidays differently. And we have a lot of families with veterans who do do that because they know what their veteran can handle and what they cannot. And I think that is just wonderful. I think, Louise, if it's okay with you, we're going to end right there. And Perfect. We'll kind of get, we'll get to do that uh, Christmas party with the caregiver support group. Again, they do meet uh, the second Thursday at 3 o'clock here at the hospital. It's in meeting room D, so I do invite the community out for that. That group seems to just always get bigger and bigger, and I just love seeing that. And the tables look just phenomenally uh, decorated, so I'm, I can't wait to get down there for it. I do want to thank Louise Galbraith for being my host today. So thank you, Louise. Thank you. Again, Louise Galbraith. She is from Crawford County uh, Veterans Affairs Service Officer. And so if you need her, we know how to contact her at 263-2720. My name's Dustin Durbin. I'm the Volunteer Service Coordinator here at Crawford County Memorial Hospital, where we care for life.